Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. In this free The Tipple bonus episode, I, Babs, was in Jacksonville with friends and family. The two friends featured in this podcast are Kara and Lauren. You will also get to hear the adorable voice of my 11-year-old Vivian. And in this podcast, we revisited, I revisited the theme, how friends with differences can still love each other. Yes, I'm talking about sports, Red Sox versus Dodgers, Patriots, Deflate Gate, Yes, It Never Ends, and Emmett Smith, circa 1995 or 1996. We also talk about movies such as the oldie but goodie, Love Actually, and Kara's current obsession, A Star is Born. She has seen it in the theater five times already. We also have a little bit of entertainment around Preach on the Beach, Religion Peddlers, hashtag Saved by the Blood of Jesus. We talk about shells, the cold dead fingers of the sea, Kara's heart tattoo, milk punch, and much, much more. Please enjoy. This is Babs and Kara. We're testing the ocean level noise. We are. We're walking to the Atlantic Ocean. We are. Surprisingly, the Atlantic Ocean feels warmer than the Pacific Ocean. That is surprising, actually. I'm right? not sure. I know it I, is true. I, I, all right. I mean, we'll have to Google the actual. We're going to have to Google thing, it, of course, but um, I'm not even in the water. My feet are already cold. But this part of the Atlantic is warmer than my oh, part of the Oh, this part. Okay. Well, now you're getting more in my believable range. Oh! For the love of. It's really cold. For the love of. And so I think, well, no, maybe today. Although these waves are big. They are big. Wow. Um... I did because there was some type of riptide warning in effect through last night. Anyway, I don't know if I'm. I don't know that I'm prepared to race in and save anyone. So I hope those people out there know what they're doing. Well, then we need to turn around so we're not looking directly at them. That way, if they drown, right? I mean, we're, help, we're, we're not responsible. Yeah. <gasps> That wasn't fun. You know, there's a certain smell here that's... Yeah, because it's the Atlantic Ocean. Blech. It smells like shit. Well, actually, I don't know. Is this the part of Florida that was dealing with that red tide What's, stuff? That's like something where the, all the fish are dying. I don't know if that was on the Gulf side or the Atlantic side. Oh, I don't know. There is that boat out there. Maybe that's a Coast Guard boat designed to keep an eye on the people who are out in these waters. I don't know. Well, yeah, look how, look at those people out there kayaking. That's really far out. Uh, I think that person just went down, actually. <laughs> All right. Oh, nope, there he is. Kayaks roll, right? So you roll over, kayak. you roll under. Yeah. No, the one time I went kayaking, uh, it was in uh, Nevis on our one-year anniversary trip. Yes. And we actually had to pull over our kayaks and stop like a forest fire. All right, it wasn't a forest fire. <laughs> it was a brush fire, though. So you pulled over your kayak, yes. but out of the water yes. to go onto the land where the fire yes. was blazing. Yes. And that was smart. Why? 
Well, we were worried. About? It's spreading and engulfing the whole island of Nevis. Right. So, so what were you going to do? Well, you just have to, like, beat it down. Oh, so you actually got, got out of your kayak to fight yeah, the fire. Yeah, we may have to ask Jonathan. I may be <laughs> misremembering that. Maybe we saw it and then kayaked back to the hotel and told somebody about it. Yeah. But it was so hard to kayak. So, there was a lot of wind, like today. Yeah. So freaking hard. Well, it's good when you're kayaking with somebody else then, because you can pretend you're rowing, but not really row. Well, Jonathan and I, we were in single kayak. Oh, then each you can't pretend. No. Yeah. There was no pretending, so that was... And you got to pull your own weight. Unfortunate, yeah. Yeah, it was still hard, though. I was... I might have weighed less, but I didn't mean I was in shape. Right. So, that's how that works. All right. So, let's see. Let's set... We're, we're in Jacksonville, Florida, at the 2nd Avenue North Beach area. Jonathan and Vivian are back lickety-split. That was pretty fast. They have a bag, so they perhaps have sunscreen. Are you kidding? I'm sure that whatever you told Jonathan to do, he was going to do. He just got it done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For all our listeners, Kara is one of the many people, basically everyone in the world, who thinks very highly of Jonathan and will Uh, take his side. I think everybody in the world thinks highly of Jonathan and you. Fewer people think highly of me. I don't know. Everybody thinks highly of Jonathan. Mm. He's inoffensive. Whereas I'm <laughs> offensive. <laughs> well, look, you told the guy to get sunscreen and he comes back Oops. with four different kinds. Litter. Okay. Oh, Barbara, you'd like sunscreen? Okay, here you go. I've got the spray kind, the rub-on kind, and see, the Carol, gel kind. This is the benefit of making sure that people always know exactly what you want all the time. Because then if they don't feel that it's exactly what you want, they bring you choices. Realizing they're probably still going to be criticized, but, you know. Yeah. And here comes your lovely family. Here comes my lovely family. All right, family. let's see. We've got one with the bag and the chairs. Okay. We've got one with the Starbucks. We've got one with chairs, umbrella. And Lala looks like she's carrying almost nothing. Yeah, right. they I'm gonna, clearly didn't I'm need your help. I'm going to open up this chair. All right. Pause. Oh, wait. This isn't Google. It doesn't listen to me that way. Oh. So this is the part of the podcast where we talk about our friendship and how we met because um, I know Kara very well and she knows me very well, but none of you listeners know either one of us very well. Which is unfortunate. It's very unfortunate for them. Yes, yes, yes. But you know what I was realizing just last night after I had to leave you and was so sad and barely slept at all. I know was um, next month, at the end of next month, we will be together, so we need to do something special. It'll be very close to the 21-year anniversary of the first day we met. Yes, because you came out, I met you at Leonard and Marlene's house, and you were like the sports, you knew everything about sports, and I thought, does she really know everything about sports, or is she trying to impress this family? No, she knows everything about sports. I definitely would have projected that I thought I knew everything about sports that's for sure I definitely would have talked about it a lot um and yeah so we can just do a quick aside how because this is another example that we like to talk about on this podcast about how people can be different and still be the best of friends so I'm a Red Sox fan and you're a Dodgers fan and they just met in the World Series and my team prevailed and we're still friends we are still friends because I did look at your Facebook (laughs) (laughs) and I didn't answer any of your texts or calls for two weeks. That's not true. That's not true. That's That's a lie. It's called a fabrication. I I glanced at it when I put 
temporarily block. Oh, you didn't do that. I didn't. I actually didn't post anything on Facebook about anything to do with the Red Sox. No. Until maybe after <laughs> they won or something. Yeah. Because I think I started my my month of gratitude. You know, the World Series goes so long these days. It does. So. I love your month of gratitude, but yes. Thank you. Um, and you're a Patriots fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. Yes. They don't have a real rivalry, though. They don't so have that a rivalry. Well, doesn't. here's the rivalry I have with the Patriots, which I probably shouldn't even say this because you're within arms. Oh, my arms God. Line. And I have sand underneath my hands. <laughs> so, yeah, tread lightly. But, I mean, come on. Like, no team should be that successful for that long. Says the freaking other- <laughs> Cowboys fan. The, that team give, is still no, holding the record give- for most uh, seasons in a row okay, over that's 500. that's not relevant right now. <laughs> I'm just saying everybody should have a chance. It's like if you're on the playground and you're playing tetherball. You can't have John win every single game of tetherball. How do you think Adam You can if he's the best. And, no. What then are you promoting a society where to... everyone needs a trophy, Kara? I'm sorry. That just doesn't really seem like it would fit. Um, I like when everybody gets a trophy. Or at least a chance. And by the way, those like they have chances. They're playing in the same league. They have the same opportunities to win. Well, they're not. They're just they're not, not doing, good enough. What, what was that thing that Tom Brady did with his balls? Tell me, what did he, he do? He didn't do it. What did somebody do with the balls? You mean they deflate allegedly them, deflated them. them? Yeah, I mean, I don't follow it because I don't like to be judgmental. But I'm just saying, it's like Lance Armstrong when you're doing your little tour de France. Well, you know that actually helps. Those athletes, like, that's not fair. The Patriots win because um, during halftime they reinflated the balls to their proper weight and then the Patriots literally crushed the Colts in the second half. So it was hilarious. We actually should thank them for that because the game (laughs) was like either 7-7 or I don't even know. Maybe the Patriots were losing in the first half. Anyway, it ended up being 45-7. Look, I'll give credit where credit's due. The Patriots can be losing by 45 points with a minute left and Tom Brady will figure something out. He's that good. I'm not saying he's not. This is not a bashing thing. I'm just saying enough. Like, I'm almost starting to root for them to lose because I need I other people to win sometimes. I understand. I understand because having been a Boston fan my whole life, <laughs> there true. were decades of my life where <laughs> they just sucked. Yeah, I, I mean, Ride most the of the teams. Ride yeah, the that's wave. right. Exactly. I'm just appreciating it now because I know that it will eventually end. But... I mean, you're old enough that you lived through a number of successful Cowboys seasons. I like, did. at least 15 of them. You know, Emmett Smith tried to pick me up once. Really? Tell yeah. that story. Yeah. I went to Arizona to a Cardinals-Cowboys game in 1996 or 5. And we flew there. We went to the game. And I had to go to the bathroom. So I left my seat. We were on this. I walked down by the sidelines, and Emmett Smith made eye contact with me and was basically like, hey, girl. Nice. Right? And I was like, hold on. I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Wait, is he still on TV? He is. He he looked a lot better as a 22. You of know, course. I think 90s. we may have to like um, set a little side agenda and track him down. And then I came back from the bathroom, and there he was, like, waiting for me. Like, he heard my mental telepathic, hold on. Be right back. Be right back. And he was like, nice. hey, girl. And I went up to Tom and said, you better marry me quick because <laughs> Emmett Smith is in line, honey. Otherwise, I'm moving on. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so wait. So that's a good idea. Um, so you and Tom have celebrated 21 years of marriage this year. We have. 
and I do always say that thank God I was young and semi-codependent when I met Tom. Aww. Yeah, no, I'm serious. Because, you know, people grow is through life. You grow and you either grow together or you grow apart yes. or whatever. But yes. we've been very, very, very fortunate because we're madly in love and we're in this great place and we'll be together for the rest of our lives. But if I look back, I mean, I met him, I was, I was 21. He was 30, studying for the bar. Yep. I was a young mom. Yep. He was a divorced man with a kid. Yep. You know, it just you have to work hard through that I stuff. I was going to say, you guys had kind and, of a lot of checks against you. And you, as you know, right? I do know. But I, when you're that young, you don't know how to navigate through some of that stuff. Correct. And that comes with experience and with age and wisdom and all that stuff. So, yes. you know. All of those good things. Yeah. Look, our other co-star is walking up the oh, beach. Oh, look at her. The joy of my life. I know. She, she, we, I, she said she didn't want to be on it, but I don't understand why, because she's so intelligent and articulate. Well, why would she want to be on it? Well, here's the thing about her. She usually says exactly what she thinks and means. I like that. But That's I think my that favorite. she doesn't know what she means. <laughs> <laughs> We're introducing you. What's in your hand? What's oh, in your hand? Yes, where is the jar? Oh, okay, I thought you had a All right, hang on. Hand. Yeah, you can't do living things on us. Yeah. But that's okay. It's not. They're shells. Did Let's everybody pick plank. one? Plank, 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 plank. Did everybody take a shell for you? I don't know. I think so, yeah. Well, okay. Except for us. Dang it. Where are you going? Oh. You've got some explaining to do. All right. We'll keep talking until you come back then. Podcast. <laughs> She's really happy to do this. She will be happy. Um. Yes. So... So yeah. wasn't this supposed to be how we met? So yes, that's yeah, how we met. We met. And I want to, yeah. you know, I want to know how many hairstyles you think you had in the first twelve months I knew you. Oh, not that many. You're, you're. We've been friends for so long that you're. Conf- when my real hair season was two thousand. That's when I had many different two thousand to two thousand one. I was going to say there was a year or two period where yeah, you were like you were pregnant and you and Tom came up to Northern California and I still had my bleach blonde hair I think then and then I had my carpet color hair and then I had my um did you say carpet color carpet color that's what I call it because it was beige it was not a color known in nature make sure that shows mine okay okay um she told the wrong person yeah she did me being a little thief I know but you'd really hurt her feelings, so you would never want to do that. Well, I don't want it either, because I need something I can steal. I'll oh. just take. Steal. All right. Well, like we can I go can't... to that shop up there on yeah. the way out. Yeah. Um, but yes, okay. That Yeah, that was the year of... I had many hairstyles. But when you met me, I just had a lot of red curly hair. A lot of red curly hair. A lot of hair. It's who I am. I'm a hair person. I still have a lot of hair. Yeah. <laughs> this is something else that our friendship has survived. Okay. Remember when you, me, Jonathan, and Tom went to see in the theater the movie Love Actually? Um, and you guys all hated it. You left the movie. You're like, this I is literally the it. worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. And I was like, it's the best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Came up on my Twitter feed today. Somebody was complaining about Love Actually, and somebody else smacked them down. Oh, that's funny. It's the best movie ever. And 
if you don't think so, your spirit is like a bucket of No, ball. I don't think it's spirit. I think my mind, I cannot go from one to one to one. I can't there do There are too that. many storylines. Yes. If I'm in a movie, I want to escape into the movie and not have to think so much about where the hell I'm going next or what the heck so-and-so is doing or why. That is an excellent segue to your favorite movie of all time that my, we're not getting to see together on this trip. My, please tell me all about it. My favorite movie right now, and it may be of all time right now because I think about it, but I love the Stars Born, the new one with Bradley yeah. Cooper and Lady Gaga. And when all the wildfires were happening where I live and the shooting at Borderline, I was thinking, I wonder if Bradley Cooper could somehow get me a copy of Stars Born because that would really make my life a lot better right now. Yes, it I'm would help me with the trauma. If I'm going to be mandatorily evacuated, and then when again. I was evacuated, or just with the shooting and stuff it's like I need Bradley Cooper well I mean I just needed his on the screen (laughs) you need his movie on the screen I was not a big Bradley Cooper fan before that movie I have to say I I honestly and I'll probably get ridiculed for saying this but I didn't I thought he was just okay like Uh he he didn't impress me as an actor or anything it was like oh okay I didn't think he was a hot dude nothing like that but you can tell that he really just worked so hard at his craft and mm-hmm. he's so talented and did such a great job. Lady Gaga's my girl crush for sure. Now, whatever. Stick, turn me over and stick a fork at me. I'm done with her. She's so talented. I mean, I loved her at the halftime show a couple of years ago. Yeah, I don't think I saw that. Super Bowl halftime show. She did great. But anyway, yes, Maybe that's that a great movie. I would recommend everybody see it, but I don't really want to say it was a great movie because you know when you hear that a movie's great, then you go in and you're like, oh, everybody said it was so great. So I'm just going to say, yeah, it's all right. You know, go see it if you get the chance. I mean, I'm looking to see it my sixth time, but go see it if you can. I mean, you know, whatever. For some reason, though, I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm the music's in my head and I can't get it out. And that's a problem. I think it's very catchy, though, because I told you my friend who saw the movie... Um, I think she's only seen it once, but she did say she's continuously listening to the soundtrack in the car, and that is not, like, who she strikes me as. She doesn't strike me as somebody who would listen to music repeatedly over and over again. So. I mean, I'm very obsessive, right? If you give me yes, a good cheeseburger and I love it, I'm going to want to go to that qualities. place. Uh, yeah, it's one I, of the best things about us. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is us. This is us. But our <gasps> other co-star has joined us, but she's sitting so far away. She is. She's going to come closer. Can't listen. Speaking of you this, can. Our I'm coaster. just kidding. You can do whatever you want. This is all about doing whatever you want. Hold on, let me give her the look. I can't let the look work on a podcast. That's true. We didn't see that look. Can you describe what you were feeling when you gave that look? Well, it was more like, a, "Hey, I love you. Come over here right now." Huh? Does the look? Is still that work? how it felt? I just feel like I can't give in on a podcast. Where everyone's gonna know. I just. But you caved. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. Huh. I don't think she's caving. I think you'll enhance this podcast greatly if you're part of it. Oh, see, that's a compliment. So. Absolutely. Actually. Then you're allowed to If I'm being honest, you two should be doing the podcast. Yes, it does. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But not as much as you might think. No, I'm kidding. No, but you two should be doing the podcast. I just think, I thought if I was so important, you would, like, let me know. We're in, like, well, or you mode. could look at it, yeah, that we were practicing the and had not officially started. Is, so. Yeah, but now you're back, so now we can begin the podcast. We can begin the podcast. Come on over, Red Rover. There's a lot of stuff. But yes, I'm getting so much better at editing. I'm really proud of myself. Well, shit. That's awesome. Yeah. 
idiot, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. I can say that on this podcast. No, I love... I lo- click the explicit button. I love the word. <laughs> I just never hear you say it. Usually, I know. you know, if I talk about dicks or bucks or something, well, you're like, ah! That's, yeah, that's... Oh, you can't talk about okay, things okay. and body parts that do things. Okay, well, then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, that was my whole... Well, then I guess I have no more to say about Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I have nothing else to say about Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. We were just reliving the glory days from when we first met. And when we first met, you were... Eight? She was born in 89, so... No, so yeah. eight. 97. Yeah. Where did you get married? I 99. got married in 99. But I met you... Christmas like, of 97. Chris, yeah, the few days after Christmas of 1997. It was a good year for me. I do feel like it was a good year for Why? you. Why? Because there's a lot of weddings. There's, that's true. You know, I was eight. That's a big eight. point cognitively. Eight is great. My own. I will stand by that. Eight I is had great. The Macarena down. Nice. I was really just living the dream. I think. <laughs> Those are all true stories. I know. <laughs> Why would I, I say anything but the truth? I know. That is true. That's I, where we. Differ. I remember your bridal shower. Yeah. Was probably in '98. Yeah, 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 it was. 98, December of 98. Yeah, that was crazy-ish. I don't remember your wedding because I wasn't invited, but I've since forgiven you and wished I don't think I it's that you weren't invite invited. Was that it? Because it was because you were a child? I think so. Huh. That's interesting. I guess my wedding did not have any children, but... I don't know. It really would have been your parents' decision. And I mean, since I got married in Bermuda, there was, like, obviously extra expense involved. We barely made it to the wedding, the two of us. So even if kids were included, I don't think we would have been able to swear. I think Eloise and Chuck actually helped us with it. We're good. Thank you. To begin with. (laughs) You know? Um... Well, and that's actually an excellent segue to what we talk about on well, my podcast all the time is religion. Well, that woman just had to come by and warn me that all these people are going to hell. How am I supposed to relax today now? Well. Maybe she's the one to save me. Become a believer. Maybe she's wrong. Just say you're a believer. She's wrong for sure. But because that's, first of all, the Pope himself has said hell is not a place. So there's no place to go. If you believe in the Pope. Well, he is an actual person. He's an actual person. I could say so the same, same can, thing about the Mormon prophet. I can believe what he says. He was appointed if I by like men. If I like it. If I like it. Oops, so everybody's like it, coming back. Oh, well, this is going to be no fun. Everyone else agrees on no hell. Yeah, the, we'll eventually have to take it to the water. walking Jack's Beach with three backpacks. I don't know. Maybe not the best source. She may have been. That may have been the second coming right there. And we may have missed it. We I mean, may have missed it. That could be Jesus in disguise. Yeah. I told her we're good to go. I did I too. I gave her a thumbs up. Yeah, I gave her a thumbs up as she left. All right. So oh. the three of us aren't going to Yay. hell. I got it. It's you want to oh, it's right there. Yes, I do. I want all of our guest contributions. Unless you want to keep them. Well. Whenever uh, people visit us, we're going to do this. And then they become, You mean the old woman who came by to tell us we're going to hell? Four stops in our house. She was, she's preaching about God and Jesus. She and just wanted, wanted to make sure. That sure. That we knew that just now? Yes. Yeah, she's right there. In the she, right there. she wasn't like singling you out. No, she was going to everyone. Oh, she, she was just, just walking by and she was like, hey guys, are you saved by the blood of Jesus? Are you saved by the blood of Jesus? we're good to go. And she goes, that's good. Do you know you're going to hell? Lots of people going to hell. 
And I said, I'm set. We're good. Like Over here. She said, well, that's good. All right, we're going to take our podcast to the water. Yep. Well, you're not part of the podcast unless you want to be. Unless you want to be. All right. So, yeah, Lauren, the other day you said something that I wrote down, and I enjoyed it. No shame in my game. Tell me more about that philosophy, please. Well, I believe at the time there was literally a game being referred to. However, I stick oh. to the phrase. Wait, was it? Were we talking about apples to apples? I don't recall. I thought we were talking about the brilliant idea to use um, disposable cutlery and plates for Thanksgiving dinner. No. Well, that is not a game. So if you're right, then <laughs> I am completely wrong. Yeah, well, but then if you, the it's your is, saying. There's so. no shame in most things I do. That's right. Because most things. You, that's your game. Right. Yes. It's the greatness right now for a minute. These have this looks like somebody's finger now. You can make a necklace with that one and that one. Maybe. I know. I found uh, like three that had. Ooh, I like this one. Ooh, I like this one. There's like these weird shells on the beach that look like fingernails to me. It's kind of creeping me out. These? That's the second yeah, one I saw. I ha- there's a bunch of those. Yeah. I did pick some up early. Cold, dead fingers coming <laughs> out of the ocean. We're on our shell search. I now no longer like the shells I've picked up, so I'm going to drop them because we've found far superior ones along the way. What is this? Uh, muscle, probably. Yeah. Oh my God! All right, I'm oh, seriously. I'm picking up all these fingernails. That's what I'm calling them. Fingernails. Pieces. Fingernails of the sea. Like a puzzle now at this Bring it back to life like Frankenstein. I am only focused on the fingernail shells. Thank you. So what happens when you fill one jar, then you'll start another? Yes. Nice. We'll use them for doorstops and centerpieces. Gotcha. In our little home. Our little Gotcha. Then everyone who visits us leaves a little piece. That's true. They leave a little piece of themselves. In our decor. I think we can call this one like the heart sort of. Because no, I really heart want like. people to visit me all the time. I know. Well, that's why I'm going to have to up my game. I have pockets. Up my travel game. It's up to you either way. Oh, wait. This one kind of looks like a heart, doesn't it? You look at it that way? Or is it too abstract? That one. Yeah. I know. So, Kara, talk to me about your heart tattoo. I in the perfect position. Have a tattoo to um to what's the right word? Commemorate. Yes. Uh, a ten-year anniversary of my open heart surgery, which was supposed to last five to ten years, and so it was always a big milestone in my mind. And as soon as I made it to ten years, I got the tattoo. Yes. And now talk about your tribe that I'm going to join. Yes. I'm already in it, but I'm going to officially join yes. it next yes. month in December. Yes, you are. And hopefully my daughters, Lauren and Hannah, will do it. Although they both seem to think that they don't want tattoos, but they obviously are not capable. 
Well, they are young. They have their own minds. They're only 18 and 29. So. I mean, it took me 45 years to be willing to get a tattoo, and that's only because of you. That's right. That's right. So, all the many people in my life, my girls, my tribe, my people who have supported me, are going to get little tattoos on the inside of their left ankle. Left ankle. Side of the side of the body that the heart is on. Well, I'm getting your exact tattoo. So yes. I'm going to the place yes. you're getting it. They're going to look at that and then they're going to do it on me. Yes. And you know yeah. what they'll do? It's very cool. They take a picture. Uh-huh. They take it to some printer that's like an ink printer. Yeah. And they print it up and then they bring okay. it over to you. and they, so they can just needle right through it? No. They, they stamp it on. They stamp it on oh. you and then they go, do you like it right here? Oh. No. To the left, little to the right, little higher, little lower. And once you agree on a place, yeah. he just goes over it with his ink. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. It's a easy on the eyes, too. So oh, it's perfect. Five, ten minutes, but it's nice. I mean, I'm sure he's no Jonathan or Tom or Bradley, but... <laughs> now, so many fingernails. I'm really starting to get freaked out here. I feel like they're even positioned to, like, be someone clawing their way out of the sea. Maybe this is where we came from, people. Seriously. My fingernails. I thought I found the perfect way to carry them, and then they fell. All right. This is so creepy. Look, I found like a bone to store all my fingernails in. This is a podcast, Vivian. It is whatever I want it to be. It looks like a bone to me. That's right. There's nothing better. Because when Jonathan isn't around, Kara's on my side. For your side. When Jonathan's not around. I favor your side when Jonathan's (laughs) around. I just inwardly. (laughs) I I Well, it's hard. Jonathan's so mellow and like... I know. I told you he's inoffensive. Yes. People just like him better. No. Even though I'm funnier. Nope. We don't... Yes. You're funnier. You're definitely funnier. Thank you. Thank you, Vivian. You don't like anyone better. That's true. He is inoffensive. We all... We all love equally. All we need is love. Love is all we need. That's right. I think that was one of the songs in Love Actually. Jonathan didn't like that either. That's the kind of movie Tom would like. Um, Jonathan still vividly remembers and hates it to this day. Anytime it's mentioned, he's like, I, no, you can't make me ever watch that movie ever again. Barbara said the four of us went to see that movie and basically... Yeah, the three of you hated Jonathan, it. Or she loved it and the three of us did not like it at all. Yeah, you guys were very vocal about how much you hated it. You're like, oh my God, worst well, movie ever. Like late 2003, early 2004. I know, I'm trying to remember... I'd have to look it up. Yeah, probably. I guess it's when we were... Yeah. Because we were probably still living out here. Or out there. Not out here. Over yonder. Over yonder. Over there. Way over yonder. I like to break out into song. I like to break out into song. In our Free the Tipple episode... We really should be talking about libations, since that's what free the tipple means. Yeah, what does free the tipple mean? Well, tipple is an alcoholic drink. Okay. The verb is to tipple, to drink alcoholically, or to drink an alcoholic beverage, and to free the tipple would be to, you know, embrace doing it. I got this cocktail recipe book, and the title of it is Free the Tipple. So that's how we explored what the tipple correct it's an alcoholic beverage beverage. yes it's also referred to as a tipple tipple yes and then tipple tipple is also a nipple so i couldn't yeah i mean you can suck a nipple you can be tipply or nipply 
there can be a lot of sucking. Is that where tipsy comes from? Tipples? Maybe. You get tipsy? Yeah, you get tipsy because you've tippled. Yeah, I mean, no one wants to say you get coxy. So. No, nah, that's true. Uh, speak for yourself. But... In the context of alcohol, Yes, so I'm looking at... What are you looking for? Right, so if we need to talk about free the tipple. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm looking at Edible Northeast Florida. And they have milk punch. I have to talk about it. No one else has to. I have to make some milk punch. I don't like eggnog though, so I don't know if I'll like milk punch. Because I think free the tipple would mean like take your top off. That would free the nipple. Just add a little extra red wine, tequila or something and call it milk punch. I don't, yeah, maybe. I don't know. The basic process is to combine a blend of spirits, fruit juices, and spices, then add milk or half and half. When the dairy meets the acidic, alcoholic mixture, it curdles, and that's when the magic of science happens. The proteins coagulate, and when you strain that, the resulting liquid becomes a silky, smooth, clear cocktail. Don't believe us? Try the recipes and mix up some alcoholic alchemy yourself. Better still do a taste test. Make both versions of milk punch. Then let your guests decide on the winning version. And that, dear listeners, was our first Free the Tipple episode. Just by way of reminder, Free the Tipple episodes come out when Riss and Babs can't be together, which is very sad. But I'm super happy that I got to do the Free the Tipple episode with my dear, dear friends, Kara and Lauren. So thank you so much for listening. As usual, you can find us on social media. Uh, on Twitter, we are at A Wit Podcast. Facebook is A Walk in the Park. Instagram is A Walk in the Park Podcast. You can subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. And we are looking to put the podcast on to different platforms as well. If you have any feedback, please hit us up on our social media. Or you can send an email to rissandbabs at gmail.com. Meanwhile, if you haven't checked out all of our fabulous preseason episodes, those are still currently available on our website, www.awitpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.